How you guys doing? My name is Darren. I'm the marriage and family pastor here at Rock Church Point Loma. We'd like to welcome you to our At The Movie series. Uh, the movie that we'll be um, going over and our pastor will be uh, teaching on is Remember the Titans. And the movie really is about racial divide by how a sporting event can, uh, brought people together despite, despite race. And, you know, if you have been aware of the what's been going on in our you know in our society today um racial tension is pretty high um right now and i think a lot of it really stems from one we don't view each other the way god sees us and we don't value each other either so as we go through this process i i want i want you to be challenged um as we go through these points and it's going to be really practical i want you to be challenging and how can you Put aside some of the things that potentially you have been taught, or you have uh, you just been lear- you learned. You know, I grew up in an area um, in New York, and people don't think that there's racial divide, but there was racial divide where um, races lived in certain areas. So this part, you know, was white. This part was Hispanic. This part was black. But no matter what, no matter what, no matter what was going on, if there was a game, if there was something surrounding a ball. We just got along. All the tension, everything uh, just dropped. And I think the reason that is is because there was a common goal, there was a common enemy, right? And we all came together to achieve um, that common goal. And as I was thinking, man, something that's so, right, a childhood game can bring people together and forget all of the, the tension. It has to break God's heart that Sunday is the most segregated day of the week. And the enemy has used that to 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 put in hate, to, to cause tension, and what, where this should be a day where everybody comes together because that's what it's going to be like in heaven, that everybody's going to come together. It's going to be all different, all different shades of brown. But to know that, man, on Sunday it is the most segregated day, man, that has to really break God's heart. Now, I really believe that, man, the enemy has used that as one of his major weapons to really destroy, to destroy our society. So, you know, what I wanted to go through is I wanted to go through just, um, just I made an acronym for unity because I feel like what we need is unity. You know, that's really what's, what's going to break up the racial tension. That's going to break up the racial divide. And a lot of it really is, it's really based on ignorance. And if you've, uh, you've seen the, the movie, Remember the Titans, um, there was an incident that in the beginning of the movie, it really started this just racial tension, and through the process of them being loved on and really being taught and getting to know one another, it really changed the whole uh, temperature of the team, which uh, allowed them to have success. So um, the, first, uh, the first letter in, in, uh, in unity is the U, and it, really, it stands for understand one another's differences. You know, sometimes we think differences are bad. Differences are not bad. Differences are just different. And what we have to do is we have to face our fears. Um, we have to destroy, really just, it's about destroying the ignorance. It's about learning about one another. Because typically when you learn more and more about somebody, things really change. And I can remember, you know, I didn't grow up. I grew up, as I said, whether it was racially divided. So I didn't have a lot of friendships with people uh, other than black and Hispanic. I didn't really have friendships with white. And my first roommate was a white guy, Mike Majeski. And I remember, you know, just connecting with him. And at first I was thinking, okay, you do your thing, I'll do my thing, and we won't talk to each other. But once we got to know each other, I realized, 
man, we have way more in common than we don't have in common. I mean, you know, it's, it, was, it was so many different things and so many di- uh, um, different challenges that we faced, so many different things that we liked. So it was really about um, getting to know, you know, getting to know him. So understanding one another's differences. Uh, the N. The N stands for never discriminate. We can't discriminate because we are all made in God's image. And discrimination is unjust treatment based on somebody's race, sex, or age. So to to treat God's creation in a way where you're discriminating and treating them unjust, man, that's really a reflection on how we, you know, how we are to love God's creation. So if we're saying we're not going to love this person that God made, we either saying, God, you made a mistake or God, I don't love a part of you. Right. And that's something that really should push our buttons and really get us to, to really, to understand, okay, we need to really check our hearts. There's a verse I like to, um, share with us. It's in Matthew, Matthew five, because you know even, even if it's somebody that we don't like, even if somebody that we don't love, even if it's somebody that requires extra grace to love them, um, the verses uh, it talks about how we should treat our enemies. And in uh, Matthew five forty three, it says, "You have heard that I said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you." that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love though only those who love you, what reward will you get? Aren't even the tax collectors? Like, don't, don't they even do that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Don't even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore... As your father in heaven is perfect. And that really is a gut check, right? Because that says no matter how you feel about this person, you are to love them. Because we know the word of God says love never fails. It will never fail. If we do it right, it will never fail. So also what this does is this takes off of the you versus me. And it puts it on I need to be obedient to God. Because I'm not loving this person then that means, and God is telling me to love them, that I'm being disobedient to the Lord. So uh, the I, the I in unity is invite others in and enter into this world. Now, this one is is risky, right? This one, because you have to really confront um, some of your fears. You have to confront your prejudice, whether it's conscious or unconscious, of when you invite somebody in, but also you enter their world. Now, some of your beliefs are exposed because you know, you don't really know some things about you until you enter in somebody else's world, right? When you when you uh, when you start to learn more about them, then you understand, oh, that's why that person is like that, or hey, I I thought they were like this, but they're really like that, you know. Um, and and it's the uh, once you, I guess I can talk about Jesus, right? Jesus, he invited people in and he entered into their world. You know, when he spoke to the woman at the well, nobody wanted to associate with her, right? And he went, he confronted her, he loved her, and he gave her a practical step, right? Go and sin no more, right? Very simple, very easy. He could have loved her from a distance, but he didn't. Or the woman who touched the hem of his garment, right? She came, touched the hem of his garment. She was freaked out because she thought he was going to be upset. But you know what? He, He went to her and he gave her personal attention. Right. He said, you know, your faith has made you well. And then you have. Right. Matthew. 
right? Matthew, he, Matthew wasn't living for the Lord, right? Matthew had all these things going on. And Jesus said, right, come and follow me. Don't worry about changing everything before you follow me. Come and follow me. So inviting others, right, in- inviting others into your world, but also entering their world is a, uh, is a big one. The commandment we know, right, the greatest commandment of all is, right, is to love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul. But the second is as important, is to love your neighbor as yourself. So there's, there's really no out, right? When it comes to racial tension and racial divide, are there things that people do wrong? Absolutely. Are there prejudices that people have? Absolutely. But if we're lining it up with Scripture, which is, that's really what this is all about. It's all about lining it up with Scripture. And it's about not what you say, not what I say, man. What does Jesus say? If Jesus says, I need to love my enemies, then I need to love my enemies. So that's uh, so we have to make sure that we're reminded of that. And then the T. The T is togetherness is necessary for achieving peace. That's what this is about, right? In order to have true peace, both sides have to come together. Both sides have to reconcile. Both sides have to learn each other's differences, right? Both sides have to enter each other's world so that we can have this, you know, have the peace that the Lord wants us to have. And then the Y. The Y stands for judge not lest you be judged. Okay? I want to read one more, uh, one more verse to you. It's Matthew, Matthew 7. It says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged with the measure you use. It will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck in your brother's eye. Man, if that doesn't get you in the gut and really get you to, to, to um, really look at yourself, I don't know, man, I don't know what will. When we talk about judge not let you be judged, it's about, one, taking responsibility for your actions. We have to take responsibility for our actions. When we wrong somebody, we apologize. We have to be reminded that the same measuring stick that we use for others of how we love or how we forgive or how we treat, that's the same measuring stick that's going to be used on us. When it's all said and done, it's really about fixing us first. We have to fix ourselves first. And there was a great song that I love by um, a very famous person, probably the greatest entertainer of all time, Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson, his song was Man in the Mirror. And he talked about I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. No lesson could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. The Michael Jackson kit right there. That's what it's about, right? It's about starting with the man in the mirror. You can blame other people. You can do all those things. But it's about starting with the, with the man in the mirror. Uh, there's a quote that I like to uh, uh, wrap up with. It says, if we can establish a common goal of living in unity and keep the common goal and keep the common enemies in our sights, which is selfishness, hatred, we would see an incredible change in ourselves, our families, our church, and our culture. So the one thing we have to remember is that it starts with us. Before we attempt to fix anybody else, before we say we want racial unity with other people and they need to do X, Y, Z, we need to make sure that we check 
we check our hearts. We check where we are with Christ. We make sure that we're being obedient to what God is calling us to do. We're not saying that we have to agree with everything. We're not saying that everybody's right. But true unity is about us making sure that we uh, we fix ourselves first. So, hey, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you is to begin to get to know people that look different from you. As you develop, uh, as you get in groups, don't just invite people to your group that look like you. Invite people that are different, right? I mean, it, it, it's awesome. I'm so glad that God didn't make everybody the same, right? Because how boring would the world be? That's why Baskin-Robbins is famous, right? 31 flavors. Everybody doesn't like the same thing. Everybody doesn't look like the same. So make sure when you do that, making sure you're inviting people in. But I want to challenge you to ask yourself, is there anything in me, Lord? Is there any ways that I'm not loving what you created? And if it is, I pray that the Lord will reveal those things in you so that you can love people the way God intended you to love because we are to be the salt and the light of this earth to everybody, no matter what color they are. Let me pray for you. Father God, we come before you. We thank you that you love us. Lord, I thank you that you love us no matter what. And Lord, I pray for each and every person, Lord, out there that's maybe listening to this, Lord, that when it comes to um, racial, uh, you know, racial divide or, or if there's tension, there's angst that builds up in them, Lord. Lord, I pray that before they look out, I pray that they would look in. Lord, I pray that you would search their hearts. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would point out anything in them that offends you and lead them on the path of everlasting life. Lord Jesus, I know there's some people that's been hurt by others that look like them and look different from them, Lord. So, Lord, we know that it's, it's not just about color, Lord. It's about who the person is inside. But, Lord Jesus, I pray that every person would take responsibility for being who you've called them to be. Lord, if we can do that, if every person can be responsible for their own actions, while wow, we would truly see a change in our society. And it would start in them and then in their family and then in their church, in their city, in their state. And it'll just continue to spill over. So, Lord, uh, we love you. We say thank you that you love us. We say thank you that you didn't, that you don't see us. You see us differently, Lord Jesus, and you love us the same. Lord, bless each and every person out there, Lord. We love you, and we say thank you that you love us no matter what. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.